Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Unveiling the Plot and the Plotters. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and tonight is Thursday, July 7th in the year 2022. Lots of interesting news and developments for today that we're going to go over. Before we begin, make sure you're getting all the best products you can for your home, and especially those products that come from a Patriot company, which is my pillow. Now, we always talk about those important things like your sleep and those sleep products like pillows and sheets and mattresses, which my pillow provides exclusively and the best on the market. Of course, you can take advantage of all of those savings by using your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. But if you head on over to the MyPillow.com site, forward slash bards, and you scroll down a bit, you'll find that there is a print there I'm going to draw your attention to, which is called the Lion of Judah. And it's an 11 by 14 print by the artist uh, Vanessa. Uh, Yeah, it's by the artist Vanessa. It's a Vanessa satin print of Lion of Judah. Check it out. It's on sale right now for $28 with your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, regular price, $40. It's a beautiful print, and it's one of those prints we need in our home just to keep a constant reminder of the type of fight and true fight we're in. This print is dedicated to Revelations 5.5. Then one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. See, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has triumphed. He is able to open the scroll and its seven seals. So check it out at MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, and you can scroll on down there and take a look at all the great savings that are there, and especially take a look at these great prints by Vanessa, satin print of Lion of Judah. Your promo code is Bards, and if you want to speak to a real patriot person, a patriot pillow counselor, you can call 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939. Use your promo code Bards, and you are off to the races. Patriots, I'm going to start out with a piece tonight that I think pretty much sums up the whole challenge we're in. Take a listen to this quick 31-second rap. Wine, train the people only to consume. Step two, infiltrate adults with the news. Step three, indoctrinate the children through the schools and the music and the apps on the phones that they use. Step four, separate the right from the left. Step five, separate the white from the black. Step six, separate the rich from the poor. Use religion and equality to separate them more. Step seven, fabricate a problem made a lie. Step eight, put it on the news every night. Step nine, when people start to fight and divide, take control. This is called situational design. Definitely. And it's unbelievable that the truth of that statement is the church has been weaponized against us to divide. And so I want to start out with something pretty amazing. And it's a story that comes out of South Africa, which is, again, just a reminder of the true nature of the fight we're in. Take a listen to this. This is a leader at a Satanist church that encountered a Christian woman, and in so doing, he had an encounter with Jesus and has now left the church 
and accepted Christ. It's amazing. The founder of a Satanist church in South Africa abruptly ditched the church. He says he found Jesus. A radio station had him on. So this Christian lady who worked at the radio station pulled him aside afterwards. And after the interview, this lady came to me and she hugged me and she held me in a way that I've never been loved. I saw this woman is a Christian. I've never had, I've never experienced a Christian showing that much love and acceptance unconditionally. After that interview, I had a meeting with council members at that at the church and it's growing, Satanism is growing and believe me people it is. And I had to do a ritual by myself to see how do I get more power, more influence. And I did this ritual and I opened myself up and Jesus appeared and I was extremely cocky and I said, if you are Jesus, you need to prove it. And he flooded me with the most beautiful life and energy. And I recognized it immediately because that woman at the radio station showed it to me. That's how I recognized the love of Christ. Even when I was in Christian ministry almost 20 years ago, I never knew it until a month or two ago. The love of Christ is unconditional. I have for a long time believed that I am not worthy of God's grace. Let me tell you something today. The kingdom of God it's not a gated community. It's my prayer that you will feel the love. I've, I, I pray that the peace of, of Christ will be with you. I love that so much. And I think that you know a lot of people who call themselves Christian need to be more like that lady. Because someone is satanic, you don't turn on them and hate them. You love them like she did. Oh, this is so true. God's kingdom is not a gated community. I love that quote. It's fantastic. And so, Patriots, just a reminder again of the challenge we all face. We're in a very difficult time of accountability. And we're all going to have to rise to a higher level here to lead many to this new walk in life. And I'm, I'm putting myself in that group because we're all very, in, in certain ways, we're all frustrated and there's some real scarring that has happened here over the last four years of the hatred that's been thrown at us for trying to walk a true path. But I think in reflection, and this week has been very opening, eye-opening to me in so many levels, like what God has put on my heart, that we really, in order to get to the true plot and the true plotters, we have to realize that there are those that have instrumented this war against people and while they each have accountability to God, our role is not to judge, but to help bring them to a closer relationship to Christ. And in so doing, we win this war. I am always going to say, absolutely without question, that we carry, we lead with the sword of the Spirit, and we carry a sword of steel. That is unquestionable to me. And that was reinforced to me two weeks, two weeks ago with the reaffirmation of the importance of concealed carry and the decision by the Supreme Court. But leading with the sword of the Spirit means that we also lead with what Christ termed meekness, which is not weakness. It's the greatest and most powerful place of the warrior, which is to walk in that place of humility and grace and give temperance, but also know our lines that we absolutely will not cross. But we lead that way. And these stories here are just profound. In the meantime, we've got insanity rolling all over the world. Now, I'm going to hit you with something that has been hitting all over the web. I have no idea if it's true. 
but I'm watching the concentration of this story, and I don't know its validity, but all I'm going to say is buckle up for some crazy stuff because our world is now being torn apart, and everybody better be ready for a lot of chaos. If what this story is, I'm not going to play it. I'm just going to tell you, apparently what is going around is that the Supreme Court in secret session has overturned the 2020 election. Now, I don't know if that's true. I have no sources to validate it. What I'm, the reason I'm even bringing it here is how many pings are happening, and they're not originating. Some are originating from one report, which I can track down, but there's some new ones emanating. So I don't know if this is true or not. It would be an amazing event to see some justice brought to our election system. I'm not counting on it. But I also am going to tell you in the midst of that, be prepared for some crazier stuff to happen anyway because the truth of the election is pouring out. Remember, on August 20th, on August 20th, Selection Code premieres. And I'm hoping to be at that premiere so I can bring you updates live from that meeting. And I'll let you know. I'm still getting word on it, but I'm told by the senior people at my pillow that they want me there. So we'll, I'll let you know. And I'm planning on traveling there. That in itself is going to be shocking as we, dist- we, we uncover more and more. And there's more things coming out. Wano Sabin's film, which is currently in high-speed edit right now, they're trying to get it out this week. They missed their point. They decided not to release it last week. But this new movie is going to show graphic elements of January 6th of what these dirtbags did to patriots. And there's also a new film out on child sex trafficking. So we're seeing an unbelievable pouring out of the nastiest of things. And this is all setting the conditions for the elite to start having sheer panic attacks, which... If there's any question about that, that was well-earned. Take a listen, just to consider some of these things that came out today from Election Wizard. It goes by at Election Wiz on Twitter. Macron loses his majority in France. Boris Johnson resigns in the UK. Draghi, I think that's how you say his name, under the extreme pressure, is under extreme pressure in Italy. He's probably going to end up resigning. The Italian government's already collapsed like 52 times since it was set up. Oh, and just a little footnote, that's who NATO decided to write the Constitution for Afghanistan. Nothing like having success, like 52 governments in less than 60 years write the Constitution for a country trying to learn about representative government. Root, who is the Prime Minister of Netherlands, we're going to hear more about him in a second, is facing the massive uprising by the Dutch farmers. And by the way, that's kind of personal to me in a unique way because... My last name Kesterson, Kester, in by comes from the Dutch comes from Dutch box maker. So this was in the big shipping era that my my connection goes back directly to the name of the Dutch name, which there is that lineage in there, and it ties in with Dutch box makers. That was a huge business of making crates and boxes for shipping. And son means the son of a Dutch box maker. They would add the son into immigration over here. So it's a, personally, it's a very excellent moment to see the Dutch go straight back to their roots, which was pretty much Nordic Viking in a certain way. Trudeau is embroiled in massive scandals. And one of those is this release, which was inadvertent, but apparently it was the no news that came out of the expose that Trudeau panics as his government reveals the fully vaccinated account 
that the full that the fully vaccinated account for four in every five COVID deaths in Canada since February. That's atrocious, but we know that it's happening everywhere. There's a massive spike in deaths in the UK of the millennial class. We know where that's coming from. It's not a mystery. It's the damn shot that everyone's been taking. And of course, Biden is doing everything he can, including shipping all of our petroleum reserves to China to destroy our nation. So patriots, it's going to come time here that regardless of what other big things are happening, we're coming to a one of those uh, shit hit the fan moments. It's coming. And we'll, I'll present some more evidence for that here. Take a listen first to this report from the Dutch representative speaker on the, on the Dutch farmer protest on Tucker. Us who are not familiar with your country, what exactly is this about and what do you think that it means? Well, very simple, Tucker. What this is about is the Dutch government stealing our farmers' land. And they're doing this under the guise of a made-up nitrogen crisis. And that is basically going to put most of these farmers completely out of business. And thankfully, the Dutch farmers aren't having it. So they're going out on the streets. They're blocking distribution centers. They've blocked the high roads. They are fighting back. And they're right to do so. These, this is their life's work. They're really at their wit's end. They're devastated by what the government is doing. And, well, it's very clear that the government is not doing this because of a nitrogen crisis. They're doing this because they want these farmers' land and they want it to house new immigrants. They also want it because the farmers are obviously standing in their way of the great reset plans that they have for us. So, yeah, farmers are hardworking, God-fearing, and especially self-sufficient people that are just standing in the way of their globalist agenda. And it's driving a lot of these farmers even to something like suicide. So, really, there's only one term that we can use for the things that our government under Premier Mark Rutte is doing right now, and that is communism. So messing with a food supply tends to cause food crises and then famines. You're seeing this in the developing world, thanks to climate activism in the war in Ukraine. Are normal Dutch citizens who aren't farmers worried about what happens when you shut the farms down? Absolutely. They understand it. No farmers, no food. And that's why the farmers have blocked these distribution centers, because within a matter of a couple of hours, we saw that the supermarkets were empty. And ordinary citizens understand this. The problem is that the state doesn't seem to understand this, or it's what they want. And the police have responded in an incredibly violent way. So as you guys have seen now, they have even shot at a 16-year-old boy. These are not things that you should see in free Western countries, especially no. not targeted towards peaceful protesters, but it's happening. And not just the Dutch people, everyone around the world, and especially you in America, should be supporting our Dutch farmers because, well, this could be happening to you. It's actually the very reason why I'm wearing this, this handkerchief right now. It's become the symbol of these farmers' resistance, and they're doing it so courageously, and they have the manpower to do it, so they really deserve your full support. We should be worried about the big things, and the food supply is the biggest thing. So th I appreciate that explanation. Even for our blood, thanks so much for joining us. Food supply is a big thing, <clears throat> and the problem with all of this unraveling is that if we aren't staying focused on that path, like I say all the time, God's path of exodus, if we aren't staying focused there on that higher path, this chaos turns into their benefit. 
This is always the same thing. Chaos, they can create, they can create friction, and then somebody will walk in and offer you an easy path out, which is the same Hegelian issue all the time, right? Create the problem, offer the solution. So it's one thing here to see these things collapse. It's quite another to see how the outcome is. And so again, it is important to keep our focus on where focus is. Remember the whole principle in Joshua when he meets God's captain of his army, of captains of the Lord's army, and he asks him, he says to him, what side are you on for us or against us? And the captain of the army or the captain of the Lord's army says, neither. I'm here on behalf of God. That is our path. So a lot of this chaos is one that we have to keep a level line because there is going to be a lot of side taking here. Very important to remember. And that divisiveness is going to accelerate. Just listen to this headline that came out of the Department of Defense today. Army training. This is from our good friend and trader, Austin. Army training says soldiers must shower with transgender persons of opposite sex. So they're now forcing the transgender moment in front of other soldiers as a way to mainstream it. They are totally corrupting our force. It is a train wreck. Just understand that. At the same time, as this is reeling and the unravelings are happening, you're now becoming, they're now trying to force that you're going to have to wear a mask at any national park. Yellowstone becomes the fourth to bring back the mandate for ticket offices, cafes, and restaurants as a new as a, quote, new variant fuels rising cases in 36 states. They're not done with their fight. And this is why it's important that we keep focused on our mission to continue to destroy them. Now, this is an interesting tweet I or text I got from 107 today. And I'm going to tell you, it's it opened my eyes to a number of things that I'm, and I talked about this earlier in Bended Knee. I'm usually very suspect of numbers and things, but there's some real validation that I did for myself today regarding these Georgia Guidestones. And this was the first one that I missed is the fact that the Georgia Guidestones were destroyed on July 6th, which was Bush Jr.'s birthday. And it was his 76th birthday. And of course, Juan added, he said, add our favorite number 17 and you get 1776. And then he went on to say that it was destroyed at 4.03.33. That was the time. At 4 a.m., 3 minutes, 33 seconds. 4 is the number of foundation. And he goes on to say that we broke the foundation declaration for destroying the world starting with America. The symbolism will be their downfall. At the 3.33 is their magic number. One-third of the host of heaven were cast down upon with Satan we just splintered it. It's the 186th day of the year in Gematria, the language of numbers. Here are some, there are some amazing correlations. And he sent me a ton of them, which I would just encourage you. If you, I don't know Gematria, I don't even, I really don't pay much attention to it. I did take a look at these. I will say it's quite interesting. That's how I'll leave it. So that's putting in the number 186. And he went on to say, God is about to flip the cards over on the table. He is going to reveal his plan, show his cards, reveal his hand. It's Casino Royale for America. This will not be the last hand played, however. We are not nearly over. The stakes are high and getting higher. And I completely agree with that. It's a very level text message and a lot of validation in that. So just again, my eyes were kind of like, wow, we missed that most obvious piece. At the same time, NASA today has admitted 
that climate change occurs because of the changes in Earth's solar orbit, not because of SUVs and fossil fuels. No small admission. That's an overturn of 60 years worth of garbage and propaganda. And that comes out of the, uh, it says Scott, sign of times, SOT, side of times, www.sot.net, if you're curious to track that one down. Then, of course, we have in the news today another child, children's LGBTQ drag queen advocate was charged with child pornography. Bryce Williams, a.k.a. Anastasia Diamond, a drag queen who recently has been working with youth, is charged with 25 counts of child pornography. Also today, Mississippi's last abortion clinic closes. The clinic that led to the overturning of Roe is now closed, and that's happening all over. Abortion clinics are shutting down, which is a fantastic gift. Remember again what has happened here. And I'm, gonna, I'm hitting on this because it's very important we keep all this in context. Two weeks ago, roughly, it was actually two weeks ago yesterday, the, the concealed carry was reaffirmed by the Supreme Court. Following that, we had the collapse of Roe versus Wade. Now, Roe versus Wade is really significant because we have to go to its origin. First, we had the assassination of President Kennedy in Dallas, which, of course, ties in Texas. It ties in the Bushes. It ties in all that stuff. And then we, and that's not to put a mark on Texas, but it's important to understand Dallas' connection here. Roe versus Wade came out of Texas. So we had a curse of death put upon our nation. And Roe versus Wade was the, was the federalizing and legalizing of death of curse across our whole nation. That has been removed. It's now back to the hands of the states and the people to fight this fight locally and at a county level, step by step. Very important to keep that going. So we can't get complacent. And while we work all that, let's just hear what our puppet-in-chief has to say about the economy. As president, the first year as president, I cut the federal deficit by $350 billion dollars. And you know how much I cut it this year? Cut. Cut this year. By the end of September, I will have cut the federal budget by $1 trillion, $400 billion. Cut the deficit. Yeah. Yeah. What can I say? (laughs) When you're losing, just shovel more manure on the subject. And who knows if it doesn't, if people don't notice the smell, they'll just keep getting used to it. That's unfortunately the truth right there is that people become accustomed to manure and it's just convenient because we're really in a very interesting time in our nation. And that is as we are trying to move forward there, we are literally at that valley of decision and it's critical that we understand how significant that is. This valley of decision now is, is getting more complicated. And I've talked about this probably for, about a year now, and that it's not one path, it's three. It's not two paths, it's three. You have the path of the dark evil. That's evident, and that's the one everybody is trying to expose. But you have this other path emerging, which is offering you the salvation through technology and putting the right people in the job and keeping the same system the same. And I'm not going to say who's in that because we can't see how their final hand plays. But beware of those promises and those temptations. 
The real path is us reclaiming our sovereignty in this nation. And that means we have to get back to the core of what our Constitution and Declaration of Independence were intended to do. That means that fight is very local, and it's also about creating a society that has a little bit of skin again, that it's not so delicate. We've lost that strength in our nation, and we have to revive it. And the only way we revive it is to get back on that rock of faith, because we're not all going to agree. And this is the one thing that I admire and love so much about those that follow in the path of God, is that we can disagree and still have respect for one another. We have to have that endurance as a nation. And I think it's important to remember as well, that place that we're at, that we are also have to be that, that walk that we make. We have to realize there's a whole bunch of people wandering out there. And they're not always going to agree with us, and they may not join us in this path, but we can at least shape the direction of this nation profoundly as long as we keep our true sense. Now, again, we are looking at something as we start to work with this revealing of the plot. And I find this, again, amazing because we prayed on this last night in Fishers, and we prayed for the revealing of the plot and the plotters. And today I open up and there's just all sorts of things happening. It is just incredible. And don't I'm not, I'm not even letting those pass without recognition that I believe God heard prayers. Here's a piece that just came out of InfoWars by Greg Reese. And again, we start to see another level of the deviousness of this plot to destroy America. Ex-head of respiratory research at Pfizer, Mike Yeadon, and researchers, including Craig Cooper, have sourced VAERS data on vaccine death and injury in the U.S., a database of over 700,000 adverse reactions caused by the Moderna, Pfizer, and Janssen vaccines. These vaccines have been deployed in different batches, officially referred to as LOTS. This has allowed Yeadon's team to back engineer Big Pharma's COVID-19 vaccine deployment agenda in the U.S. All their information is published at HowBadIsMyBatch.com and HowBad.info. And what we learn is quite telling. About 0.5% of all the different batches are highly toxic, resulting in hospitalization, disability, and death within days or weeks of injection. Other batches cause minimal adverse reactions and most appear to be harmless placebos. When plotting on a timeline, we can see that these three companies have been working together to quietly monitor the lethal effectiveness of specific deadly batches. While one company is deploying a lethal batch, the other two deploy harmless ones, creating the scientific environment to perform dose range finding or the maximum tolerated dose for each specific batch. The timeline shows that each lethal batch deployment is preceded and followed by a quiet period, allowing them time to establish their baseline before the next deadly batch is deployed. Private leaked documents from the CDC show a list of expiry dates, and only certain lots are included, the very same lots found to be highly toxic in Parta Cooper's database. Which makes sense. There would be no reason to list expiration dates for saline placebo. Only the deadly ones. This mode of deployment allows governments the ability to direct deadly batches into specific populations, such as red states, 
Analysis of the number of dying per 100,000 vaccinated in 50 states shows us that the overwhelming majority of vaccine deaths are happening in red states. Some red states are experiencing 11 times more vaccine deaths than other states. On average, red states are experiencing twice the amount of vaccine death and injuries than blue states. After ruling out other possibilities, Parda Cooper concluded that this can only be due to the fact that red states received at least twice as much of the lethal batches than blue states did. Among several other crimes, they are tipping the scales of the democratic process by killing people who voted against the New World Order's woke, build back better, great reset while at the same time endlessly flooding the borders with unvaccinated foreigners. And it's happening right now. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. This is one of the parts of the plot, so to speak, that we have to be braced for because this is only the beginning. This is the tip of the iceberg. And this, again, is going to create some very big challenges for us as a nation. And it is getting to the place that we've already had an obedient class that has followed the directives of the government being triggered by fear and whatever, whatever other motives, not using logic and not using a research-based approach to things and just reacted to a fear driven by our media, which is completely and 100% seditious, most of which deserve at least permanent cell time, if not gallows time. And now we've got a group of people in particular which is the liberal class that were determined to be the most brainwashed and influenced, which were given sanctuary, so to speak, by having a lower dosage of the vax, which they were then selected essentially to survive while others in the red state areas that took it were intentionally targeted to die. Patriots, that's a personal level of accountability as a nation that we are going to have to face, and it's not easy. There is no way that this is going to be an easy way back through this, and the healing is not going to come easily. Our government views the people here as an annoying distraction as they try to manage a global, uh, expanding global empire, and they don't care about us. What they continue to do is try to tell us this reassuring thing, which is puppeted and parroted by the media, that they love you, they care for you. And so people go along with this and they fall into this trap. But we're, as a nation, we are completely in chaos right now. And we have to face that as God tries to bless us with some things to awaken us, that founding group, that group out here, which I refer to regularly as the remnant, our tasks is, are only getting greater. Because not only do we have to hold a line, we're going to have to open that door towards helping people find their way to a deeper relationship and purpose in life. And we're going to have to forgive a lot. And that's not going to be easy for any of us. I'm just going to say that right now. But that's part of the burden that we're going to carry. Because quite frankly, there's a lot of fools out here that followed the wrong worship. And they have caused inordinate levels of damage in this country because of it. All people had to do was say no, but they didn't. Now, on the horizons, we've already got some interesting tremors happening, so be prepared for crazy things to come. A billboard showed up in Russia today. The billboard was, Russia is ours. I'm sorry, Alaska is ours. Alaska is ours. 
And Putin has already come out to say and reminded America that they gave us Alaska and they can take it back. So you can see what's happening here. And the problem is that much of this fight, when Russia gave Alaska to the United States, it was fighting with us, agreeing with us, and it was fighting against the UK. But since we are now hijacked by the UK, Russia is now reaching out to start to put a claim out on stuff that was theirs thousands of years or hundreds of years ago. We, the people, have a responsibility. And that responsibility is to start standing up for what is right, start doing the right thing. But this war has been very, very real. And this war, I'm going to play here two minutes and 58 seconds of just names. I want you to hear this. This is unbelievable. These were naturopaths. They were trying to cure cancer, cure covid and they're all dead. Dr. CB, a.k.a. Alfred Bowman. He was killed in police custody. He was known for his work on natural cures for cancer, diabetes, and AIDS. We have Dr. John Marshall. He was a practitioner. He was a fourth-generation Marine, and he was accidentally drowned out while out for a run. Dr. Rod Floyd apparently committed suicide in his sauna. His wife doesn't believe that. Dr. Bradstreet, fatal gunshot wounds to the chest. Dr. Gaynor, found in the woods. His body was ruled a suicide. Dr. Seavers, two gunmen. Dr. Holt and Dr. Hindall, their bodies were discovered and it's still under scrutiny. Dr. Fitzpatrick's, he was mysteriously disappeared. Mary Bouvier, murdered in her home. The German conference, 20 doctors poisoned and rushed to the hospital. Dr. Pass, died of alleged suicide. Dr. Block, alleged suicide. Dr. Vincer, a three-car car crash. Dr. Grossman, fell off his balcony while trying to get his keys. Dr. Grossman, falling off his bike, major head trauma. Dr. Ernstein, attacked and murdered. Dr. Vinette. Body was found after her dog had been hit by a car, but her body wasn't found for days later. Dr. Hurley, another bicycle accident. Dr. Maletto and his wife were attacked. He survived. His wife did not. Professor Alan Clark, body found hanging in the woods. Dr. Cheryl DeBoer, a HIV and cancer researcher. She was found in a culvert with a plastic bag wrapped around her head. A suicide. Dr. Polgi went missing. Then her body was found in the ocean. Dr. Rasmussen, body was stabbed 30 times. Satori committed suicide. Dr. Sauer, gunman walked in and killed him. Dr. Hong, murdered. Dr. De Silva was reported missing and then his body was found. Dr. Burt, reported missing, body found in his car sometime later. Dr. Shi, stabbed to death. Dr. Zaidana, believed he was poisoned, after died after a ser serious illness. Dr. Gonzalez, labeled a homicide. Dr. Lena Bolanonis and Richard F Dr. Richard Field, gunmen in the house, both of them were murdered. And that's just some of them. Considering that holistic medicine is such a niche group, that's a very small group to have so many very strange deaths occur in them. Not very many coincidences happen like that. Only around our government. Absolute truth. 
it only happens around our government, and it only happens when our government gets involved with corporations. We have been completely taken over by a corporatocracy that's been a public-private partnership. You've heard that nonsense for the last few years about the importance of building public-private partnerships. You've heard the importance of building up the military-industrial complex. The more that you, we uncover this, it's going to come back to the same thing, that our country is being run in the, by a shadow government that's been reinforced by elements of intelligence agencies and their covert operators that have been doing the cleanup, and it's all just mobster tactics. This is what our country is. So when we take a step back and we look at how the world sees us, which is important, forget the optics of internal, of how we want to see ourselves as great and free and a republic, because that's not what the world is seeing. What the world is seeing is seeing a very passive society that's not doing a lot, and it's difficult for sometimes to see some of the things that are happening, but they're seeing so many Americans that have just ex accepted the status quo and are just moving along until the next election. Patriots, this next election, as we know, is really just a comedy show because unless it is fixed, it is already rigged. And unless it is stopped and they do a reset on how we do the vote, it is already rigged. So this is why I object to it so much because we have to start doing action locally to really elevate up our resistance to what's going on. And so if you're in California, buckle up, because there is a big thing coming, and you better be stocked up on food and supplies. And gentlemen, fasten your seat buckles. We're going for a wild ride on this flat plane, baby. Truckers in Cali, remember they said uh, they were going to make it illegal for the truckers to operate as independent contractors in that state. Basically saying, hey, it's illegal, you can't do it, you have to shut your business down, done. You have to go work for a corporation or the big man or whatever. Well, they tried to push a bill up on the Supreme Court, Assembly Bill 5, AB5, and the Supreme Court did not take it. And now they are on break for like three months, right? So in the next week, that's going to happen. The truckers in Cali, that's independent contractors, uh, owns their own LLC, whatever, they're not going to be able to operate at all. So what have they said? That's fine. We'll just move out of the state. We'll set up our business in another state, and all of us are banding together, and we will never deliver another product to Cali again. And there's 70,000 plus of them. So if you live in Cali, I'm sorry. Brace yourself. Brace yourself indeed. This is only the beginning, and that's the same level of reaction that they're seeing in the Dutch farmers right now, which, by the way, has spread because the German farmers have met them at the border, and now we have other activist groups all around Europe challenging the New World Order. But I go back again to the critical piece. If we are going to be easily lured by one political face over another political face and not see substance, this is just going to be part of a greater plan to control the people and move them down the road. We have an opportunity right now to deconstruct this entire system as we the people. But we have to keep focus on what that means. Because if we keep pushing through the political system expecting different results, that is literally by definition this statement of insanity doing the same thing over and over to expect a different outcome. We have to start rising up to start taking control and leadership by the Constitution. Essentially, the fabric of the entire country rests on the Declaration of Independence, and we have to start doing it locally. And otherwise, these people win, because this is a war of elites we're in right now. And that war of elites doesn't care about you or I. They care about power and control. They care about who controls the AIs. They control, care about who controls the monetary system. Remember, control the food, control a nation. 
Control the food, control the people, control the fuel, control the nation, control the, the, the money, control the world. And right now, this war, as we are seeing very clearly, is a big war between the energy sectors, which is big tech and traditional oil. We had that one opportunity a few weeks back that I reported of the gentleman who was a teacher and a police officer that developed a system for cars to have cars run on water, literally convert it to hydrogen. And he magically died in the shooting up in New York. Isn't that something? In Buffalo, he would just happen to be at the store where the shooter came and killed him. They're doing everything they can. We can see this. They're doing everything they can to eradicate the people's power of control over health, over food, over energy, and ultimately over currency. They're destroying the entire digital currency. So my point of this is the war is being waged on us and we don't have any strong advocates coming out and fighting for us. Ultimately, that means that we need to start making a stand locally and building our strength through our communities in our neighborhood and our counties. That's where county by county comes in. And if we don't start taking back that strength and taking that initiative forward, they're just going to offer in some other service. They're going to destroy the whole thing, and they're going to come in and say, hey, we've got a great solution for you, and it'll be a friendly face, and they're going to lure us right back into the same pit and sewer pit that we're in right now, only it'll just happen faster. So these are very real issues, but the fear is on them, and it's evident by what Adam Schiff sent out today because Adam Schiff, in a tweet presented by Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, he is setting up to cover their backside by making an amendment to the NDAA so that they conceal any information collected by the U.S. military for use in congressional investigations or court proceedings. My guess is they know that the truth of COVID is coming out. They know that the truth with the release today of a new report by the Russians on the bioweapons labs, they know that the truth is pouring out, that the Department of Defense using Biden and the Clinton Foundation and other connections, channeling money through various nonprofits and other contracted elements and corporations, taxpayer dollars, U.S. taxpayer dollars have been used to build bioweapons labs around the world to use as extortion to force countries to comply with the U.S. dollar. They have been calling them defensive labs because they weren't creating offensive delivery mechanisms in the labs, and so they partnered those labs with veterinarian clinics so that the veterinarian clinics could then create the vectors to deliver these viruses, and also other technology companies that just happen to be developing delivery systems like with drones. This is the global system that has hubbed out of our taxpayer dollars to control the world. And if that doesn't get you inflamed with righteous anger, I don't know what else will. Because what we were intending to be to the world, they have turned on its head, turned this thing into a satanic temple and use death as our delivery mechanism for the rest of the world. So we go back to where we started today, which is the overturning of Roe versus Wade. It was a massive gift from God. It's one that we have to continue to honor, not just in prayer, but now in action, because that was put down upon us, taken it away from the federal level, and now it's back to the states. We have to turn our states into honoring life and honoring the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. That's where it begins, and that begins locally. It begins in our schools and our school boards, 
And if that means they can't be fixed, kids have to be pulled out of school. We have to support homeschooling. And we have to work aggressively to create the solutions in our counties to create resilience, stability, and energy and food security. We have to do that locally. That means local innovations to overcome the dominance of large corporate and federalized programs. This is where the real fight begins. And we'll be victorious as long as we keep our focus pure and where we're going. So, Patriots, let's pray. Father, we come to you just very humbled tonight, eyes opened with all that has been given, blessed by all the gifts that you continue to give. But, Father, we also are very very real in what we see, that we are in a very critical time, a time where the world is in instability, where things are being shaken, where the entire temples are being broken and brought to the ground. And with that, we have to have the confidence to step up and lead in the gap. So, Father, we pray for that tonight. We pray for the, not only the, the fact that we want to see the plot and the plotters revealed, the depth of it, no matter how significant, no matter how painful it is to witness, we want to see. We pray for the re- realization of the plot and the plotters for all to see. But we also pray for the strength for us to step up with confidence and not try to pass off our native leadership, our native strength to lead. Not, not feel obliged to have to give it away to somebody who's become a professional class of politician, which is little more than a manipulator and liar. So, Father, we pray for the leadership to rise within the ranks of the remnant and rise within the ranks of the nation of people to seek you as we continue to walk in that body of Christ and lead this nation back to the place where it once again can be the light and lamp on the hill. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So, Patriots, I'm going to play one last piece tonight. It's very, pretty amazing. And it's a two-minute piece here on the Fibonacci sequence just to remind us of the beauty and glory of God. If you can watch this video and not believe in God, I don't know what to tell you. This is the Fibonacci sequence. Begins with the numbers 1, 1, 2, 3, 5, 8, 13, 21, 34, and continues indefinitely. Each number is obtained by adding the last two digits together. If we were to take a perfect or golden rectangle, break it down into smaller squares based on Fibonacci sequence, and divide each with an arc, the patterns begin to take shape. We begin to see Fibonacci's spiral. The spiral in and of itself is insignificant. Its importance is revealed in where we find it. Take, for example, the sunflower. The display of its florets are in perfect spirals of 55, 34, and 21. The sequence of Fibonacci. The fruitlets of the pineapple create the same spiral based on the sequence. The pine cone does the same. As currents move through the ocean and the tide rolls onto the shore, the waves that bring in the tide curve into a spiral that can be mathematically diagrammed onto a plot at the points 1, 1, 2, 3, 5, 8, 13, 21, 34, and 55. Buds on trees, sand dollars, starfish, petals on flowers, and especially the nautilus shell are formed with this exact same blueprint. With each segment of growth, the nautilus adds to itself one more value on Fibonacci's scale. This blueprint can be seen around us on a small scale every day. But the greatest example of all 
is directly above our heads. At an average of 100,000 light years across, even the spiral of the galaxies above us are formed with the exact design that the tiny shell is formed. This sequence, our blueprint, appears to be the trademark of a designer. That designer would be God. So, patriots, let us never lose focus on the power and grace and glory of God in all that we do. It's very important right now that we keep that focus, but it's also important to remember that we have an obligation to continue our fight diligently and locally in the many forms it takes, leading with the sword of the Spirit in our communities to build awareness, to continue to push for truth, and to continue to root out this nasty evil that has taken root. We'll get this nation back. It won't be easy. And this fight is long from over, but we're on the path towards victory as long as we keep our feet anchored on the rock of faith and our true eyes up at God. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up, patriots. We need a lot of prayers for strength and leadership and the healing of this nation. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time in this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible too many think it is unreal, but that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, 
the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light it can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 